First and Pod, hosted by Danny Parkin and Andrew Filipponi. All right, welcome in another edition of First and Pod as we are wrapping up Bucks and Chiefs. Danny Parkins and Andrew Filipponi, subscribe, rate, review. Every team that played today, we will hit on, beginning with Sunday Night Football. And uh, Chiefs offense looks pretty damn good. Shocking, I know, right, Pony? Well, they're doing it without Tyreek Hill, and they did it against the best defense in the NFL to this point. So it was not a good night for the defense wins championships crowd who like to think that, you know, that's what you need to win Super Bowls because it was embarrassing from a Tampa defensive standpoint. And, uh, you know, I I just watched that, and I again, I just look at Brady's facial expressions, and I just ask myself, why is he doing this? What's the point? You don't think he enjoys throwing those touchdown passes to Mike Evans? You think he's still losing the argument with Giselle? Well, I, I just look at him, and it's third and 26, and he dumps the ball off for, like, five yards. Yeah. I mean, the NFC's wide open, man. He's he's a competition-aholic. He believes that he can still win this thing. And there's, like, a few games. There's, like, one or two games a year, it feels like, where Andy Reid – treats a regular season game like a playoff game and he dials up the real special red zone plays and he does the things that you've never seen and the direct snap to the center who is or the 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 tight end, tight end. The, the second tight end in motion like just like just weird little things and then obviously like Mahomes was magnificent it was it was just one of those games for the Chiefs offense where it felt like no one in the NFL would beat them today. The Bills wouldn't beat them. The The Bucks wouldn't beat them. The Packers wouldn't beat them. Like, whoever you think the best team in the NFL is, if you got this offensive effort from the Chiefs, their best offensively is still better than anyone else's best. But well, why didn't Tampa Bay match that? Do they get a Hurricane Ian pass? Do they get a, their lives got turned upside down this week? There were things no, bigger than I mean, football? I mean – they scored 30 plus. They didn't have a bad offensive game. They got boat raced. Got yeah, boat- but I don't uh, see. I look at most of their points in this game as cosmetic. I look at most of the things they did offensively as you're down double digits and the other teams ch- basically trading yards uh, for clock. There were no real big plays. They would just, you know, methodically work the ball downfield and eventually it would lead in points, but it would take a lot of time off the clock. I mean, Kansas City was the game was never in doubt. No, it was no, no, never in doubt. And Evans was the only threat of a dynamic playmaker that Tampa had. Everything. Yeah, Fournette got benched. Godwin got hurt again. Jones was a non-factor. Brait left the game in concussion protocol. I mean, that that to me, regardless of how many points they scored, is not a good night. And Brady still doesn't look right to me. No, he doesn't. He doesn't look right at all. Uh, The you said like the best defense in the league. That was earned, right? I mean, Green Bay, Dallas, and New Orleans. Yeah, coming cu- coming in like it was it was pretty legit. So I guess I come away thinking that this is more about the Chiefs' offense doing that to the best defense in their home stadium than I do necessarily being overly concerned about the Bucks' offense that was getting all their skill position guys back. And then you mentioned got hurt again. 
and just got we're just playing with a huge deficit the whole game. So I we'll see if Tampa's offense clicks in, but I I think that the Chiefs the Chiefs offense clearly has. And if they have a running game, like if Clyde Edwards Alaire actually plays like a first round pick, then that's just a dimension that they haven't had throughout this run uh, of dominance. So that gives them something everyone's talking about them without Tyreek Hill. But if they also if they now have a running back who's a viable threat, I think that I actually think Pacheco looks better. He runs I feel like harder. every time he gets the ball, it's like a nine yard game. So I would play him actually, even though Alara has a cool face mask. I do like that. Well, and I did, and Andy Reid in the screen game, man. Like they drafted him to be a pass catcher, and and he looks he look he finally looks comfortable to me in the in the passing attack for them. So yeah, I mean, help play both of them like the. That that eighty eight, what's that dude's name who caught the touchdown against Arizona and then caught the one today too? That guy's huge. Oh yeah, his last name begins with F. Is it Fortson? Fortson. Yeah. Like, who the hell is that guy? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that guy looks like I was like, wait, is that the, is that the best like most physically imposing person in the NFL? Oh no, he's got two catches and they're just both touchdowns because it's Pat Mahomes throwing to him. It's ridiculous. How'd you do today, by the way, at the window? How'd you do? Okay. I mean, I, I had I had Baltimore, so I won that game by a half point. Thank you for not letting, for falling for it, Buffalo. B- Baltimore wanted them to score, and they didn't, and they kicked a field goal to win by three. I got it at three and a half on Baltimore, so it's a half point win. I had the Jets, so that helped. I bet I faded the Steelers, faded the hell out of them. Oh, good for uh, you. Yeah, and then, uh, and then I lost the game tonight. How about you? Did okay. It was nice to have like an easy one. I was I was big on the over in the Lions game. So Oh my was, god. Yeah, so that was fun. That's a rocking chair play. Yeah, it was, it was just like those, those never happen. Like everything else like you know just comes out on like the the razor thin edge of, of the NFL, but it was fun to be on like the right side of the easiest total uh on the board. Let's let's start going through these games here. Pa- Packers Patriots um do you think like it was obviously a struggle, but I've said definitively that the Packers are the best team in the NFC. Did you see enough struggle there where I should be downgrading that opinion? Yeah, because the line was 10 and they barely won the game. They needed all 10 minutes of overtime to do it. And, you know, I think the 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 teams in the NFC get this benefit of the doubt because they've either done it before in Tampa's case or in Green Bay's case, they've got the back-to-back uh, MVP winner. But as long as Philadelphia keeps winning, I don't think we should grade those established teams on a curve. So that wasn't good enough. Hoyer goes down. Zappy's in there. Uh, Rodgers was awful for 30 minutes. He throws a pick six. He did not have a good game. I told you that he just gets jittery in games like this. I just think he tries to go out and prove and show to Belichick that he's the greatest quarterback of all time. And I think it gets in his head. He tries to be too cute and too perfect. And as far as New England goes on the other side of things, Danny, that if you're Bailey Zappi, that's the perfect situation for you. Because this is like the one coach in the league where if you actually play well, he'll let you keep playing and he'll bench the first round quarterback and he won't put him back in. I think 99% of coaches would be like, all right, when Jones is ready, he'll play again. But I don't think Belichick works that way. I could see Zappi riding that gig and keeping the job the rest of the year if he plays well I mean, he's gonna have to play well he's he he, he or just be better than mac jones right well he but he, he didn't do enough today to 
make me believe that that's going to happen. Yeah, but I will say the moment didn't seem too big for him at Lambeau against Aaron Rodgers. He didn't crap himself. No, not not at all. His college numbers are insane. Look like a creative player in a video game. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, the kid came out there, and and I agree. He he looked comfortable, but I think we're a long way away from from the benching Mac Jones thing. I I guess I just looked at Rodgers today. That's his second career pick six at home. That's crazy. Guys in his late 30s, you know, it, he had four completions in the first half. Yep. And I, I know I know you called the jittery game for him, so, so you weren't surprised. But that's just – that's such an outlier performance by him. And, you know, Dobbs and Watson, like they, they had moments, the rookie wide receivers, but both of them also had mistakes. And then on the drive where they got him to field goal range – he had the one to Dobbs where it was just like a snap and throw, like super easy. But every other pass on that drive was to Cobb or Lazard. Like he was still just going to the veterans when, when he needed it. And they're obviously not difference-making separation players. I just feel like over like all he needs to do is get one guy either on the team or a trade or a signing from someone on the street. He just needs someone to be dynamic in the passing game. And then that offense, I think, is going to be borderline unstoppable. I don't think they'll do Beckham. I think that Rodgers would want it, but I don't think the organization will do it. I think there's a better chance that if Godwin's out for an extended period of time, Brady gets in OBJ's DMs and he ends up latching on there. That would be frustrating to me if I'm Aaron Rodgers. Did you see the embrace between him and Belichick at the end of the game, Danny? They Did you see the other. very long hug? It was an extended hug. If it was like a farewell hug, like we're not going to, this is probably the last time we're going to see each other thing. Who do you think retires first, Belichick or Rogers? I think Rogers retires. Really? Holy cow. Yeah. Dude, Belichick, what's Belichick going to do? Sit on his boat? Sit courtside at Celtics games? Well, I I just wonder if Kraft is going to at some point be like, I know you won me six championships, but come on. Let's go. What's next? What are we doing here? Rodgers Rodgers has two more years. Belichick has more than that. Right, Rodgers signed the four-year deal. My guess is he retires. Belichick's trying to catch Shula. Yeah, exactly. Like Belichick's like Andy Reid. He's going to he's going to do it until he until he can't, you know, until he can't walk anymore. He'll be there with a crane or a scooter or a walker or whatever he needs to be. He's he's not going anywhere. He he wants to catch Brady. He want he uh, wants his he wants his one without Brady. All right. Time for you to crow. Yep. Your boy, Kenny Pickett, gets into the game. We'll talk Zach Wilson as well, but did it live up to your wildest borderline erotic fantasies to see him play an NFL game at home? Well, I mean, it does, but at the same time, you know, it, I'm asking myself why it didn't happen from the very beginning and what could have been for them. You know, the stat line doesn't look great for Pickett. There's three interceptions, but one's a Hail Mary on the last play of the game, and the other two are balls that just go off guys' hands. Yeah, can someone make a play for him, please? All four interceptions today with the Steelers were because of wide receiver drops, even Trubisky's. One interception before he got dropped that uh, before he got benched at halftime. Which, by the way, he, the he was a total asshole after the game. What a passive aggressive prick he was after the game. 
to the point where he even said we got to protect the ball better, like threw a little shot in at Pickett and the way he played when he talked. I mean, he was not in a good mood, like acting like he couldn't have seen it coming and that it was an unwarranted benching. Uh, Danny, he Pickett goes in. He's got balls. He makes plays. He gets let down by wide receivers. But they're supposed to have the best defense in the league, and they haven't won a game since Watt went out. And they let the Jets down double digits drive the length of the field twice for touchdowns. I mean, that is a massive story here. The Jets are like the most incompetent team in the league. And they came down and went 65 yards and 70 yards on them like it was nothing in the second half. That's a Mike Tomlin defense with all pros, dude. Yeah, and I mean, obviously Watt matters a ton. I thought Wilson looked pretty poised. Um, The five completions on that last drive. Third down plays. Yeah, like I, I thought that he, I thought he looked pretty poised and the arm talent jumps off the screen. Like we talked about it a little bit last week. Like there's, you, you could see the makings of a guy there. If it wasn't the like the stink of the Jets, and if he had people around him, and if like he had been drafted by a good organization with a good coach, you'd be like, oh yeah, that guy that guy's going to be a ten year pro, right? Like if he had Kyle Shanahan, you'd be like, of course, of course that's going to work. But with the Jets, it feels like it's 50-50 at best. And Pickett, man, uh, I my experience with Kenny Pickett is Dave Wanstead, who loves him, and you, who are just so over the top on social media that like, I don't know what is real and what is not. And so I had just been expecting him to kind of suck, to be honest with you. Um, because you don't trust Wani's evaluation of quarterbacks because he's had Eric he's Kramer had and guys like that. Yeah, yeah okay. Because he's never had the best one he's ever had is Eric Kramer or Jay Fiedler. Yeah. Um, and so the guy had moxie. Oh, he's got balls like you can't believe. Small hands, of course, but yeah, dude, huge you, balls. You, it was you could tell like that he was feeling the the crowd and the moment and the score and yep. like, the chance to be the hero. Like you, you could just you could tell. And so many rookies when they come in, and Fields is still doing it here. Like they need it to be perfect in order to let the ball go because they're afraid of making a mistake. Like you got to be college open and that doesn't really exist in the NFL. Dude, that guy throws the ball all over the field. And he's got that shit talker thing too, where he takes a hit and he gets up and he wants to give it back to the guy, which yeah, I absolutely I, love that. I, I like Kenny Pickett. Like, <laughs> and that, and that, if he's good, he's going to be really fun to root for. I have no uh, idea if he's going to be good, but he, that guy's fun. How about Buffalo and Baltimore? Harbaugh went back to his fourth down thing, Danny, and it bit him again, just like last year. Right back to it. He said after the game it was analytics. He he thinks – can I tell you something about that? Because I haven't even looked it up. But I think Harbaugh's to the point now where he thinks, even if the math doesn't back it up, if he says analytics, there's like 40 to 50% of football fans that are going to back him no matter what. Well, did you hate the call? Yes. I did, as a matter of fact. See, I liked it because with four minutes left, do you think a field goal is going to be enough? I don't. I, but yeah, but here, here's my thing on it. I think that when that happens, I think, and, and they've done stu- they've done research on this. 
I think when you go up a field goal with that little time left, it's often that the opposing team plays for a field goal. That now, it's not, like, it's not that little time left. What's four minutes, dude? In the NFL, that's an eternity with Josh Allen on the other side. Sure, you know, I mean that 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 that's but an eternity. The and other thing is, you put the pressure on them. There's been all this talk about how they blow in close games. Their last twenty wins have by have been by double digits. They've lost seven in a row. You go up there, you put that back on them. Now, if you screw up. It's not just going to overtime. You're going to lose. I would have wanted to do that. I thought that that a huge part of the reason that you go for it in that spot is because the assumption is if you don't get it, you have them backed up with their ass against their own end zone, and they throw the pick, and they get the touchback. So it's the worst possible outcome for how it goes. Like That's a one out of 100 type of result. So I still think the process there was sound if you're playing to to win the game. And Lamar should be just automatic in those type of spots. I mean, three plays from the two-yard line, it's shocking uh, that they don't get in. But you mentioned the close games thing, man. Buffalo, I mean, they were down 17. Yep. Like, it, if that was getting to them at all, like the thing that everyone was talking about on all of the national shows, can't win close games, are they not as good as everybody thought they were? That's a If Baltimore's a top five team in the AFC and B- Buffalo's a top one or two team in the AFC and they just had their biggest comeback, I was reading for the Bills since 2011 as a franchise, and then they win a close game against Baltimore in that spot where they were down 17 – they got to be thinking to themselves, what do you got on us now? What's your what's your criticism now? You said we couldn't win a close game. You said we couldn't come back. You said we couldn't overcome adversity. Just came back from down 17 against Lamar Jackson. It took a weird situation, but they're not going to care about that. They're, football players just care about the results. Like that, yeah. To me, that was like the perfect outcome for Buffalo's psyche. And I think it's the opposite for Baltimore because Marcus Peters was doing Marcus Peters things after the game and looked like he wanted to yeah. fight John Harbaugh. And I just think that those defensive guys took it as a slap in the face to them. Like, oh, you don't trust us to go up a field goal and for us to get a stop? And there's a lot of, like, veteran, prideful guys. And plus, I don't care what anyone says. I think the human nature of going through that last year and losing all those games because of fourth down and two-point conversions, I think it took a toll on them. And it was deja vu for them today. So I get that. Baltimore had the ball for over 38 minutes and lost. Yeah, it was the opposite of the Bills Dolphins game from last week. Right. And by the way, like I I was that was one I was wrong on. I I did not believe in the Baltimore secondary and I had the over uh in, in that game. I had the over at a bad number, too. Uh like cuz the weather came I, I was like, "Oh, 54 over." It went off at 50. And, yep. and all the unders uh came in.